Hey everybody, it is Sunday, November 27th, 2011. This is episode 39 of the Swap Food Podcast. I'm Mr. Swap Food. And I'm Miss Swap Food. Thank you for joining us this evening. Good evening. Um, it's um, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. We hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. Ours was spectacular. Yeah, we hope that the the drama was to a minimum and the yes. joy was to a maximum. Yeah, that your family brought the best of themselves rather than the worst of themselves to the event. <laughs> you know, as all as we all know, this can be a trying time. You know, and but you know, uh, I think things went off just fine here at the Swap Food Manor. Well, yeah, it's the holiday season and. Honestly, today was my day of Thanksgiving. It, <laughs> uh, honestly, it was. I yeah. know it's a little shameful to say, but the past few days have been such a whirlwind that yes. today was the day that I had time to sit down and reflect over you know, all the events of the last week or so and mm-hmm. truly be thankful for all the great friends and family. Yeah. So today was my Thanksgiving day. Yeah. It does it. Well, anyway, I mean... Uh, it, might be, it reminded me of the the, the president's speech on Independence Day. They're going to go attack the alien ship. Today is our Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, our Independence Day was Saturday. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, Friday? Saturday? I don't even know. It all ran together after a while. We'll break it all down for you. <laughs> so coming up, what has the food been up to, Miss Wapu? <laughs> Oh, well, um, let's see. Since the last podcast, the first event that we attended after the last podcast was the uh, full moon party. Right, right out in Leg Travis at Pace Bend Park. Yes, and Mm -hmm. it's a a party um, that a couple out of, well, not out of Austin, but close to Austin, started putting on about once a month. Mm -hmm. And I love to see this in the lifestyle because people, you know, kind of, take the initiative th- take the initiative to start putting events together and they started doing this uh party several months ago right so what they do is once a month near the full moon they'll get a group of swingers together and go camp out or mm-hmm. do some other activity that's appropriate for the weather yeah and uh this being fall camping was appropriate so they did a they did a weekend trip out mm-hmm. at the park yeah and we uh we don't camp but we, as you know, <laughs> as you know, uh, but we uh, we attended that evening, the Saturday evening. We we got ourselves a hotel room nearby and and attended. It was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Um, it was bigger. We went to the very first moon party that they had, right? Which was like in April of this year. Or yeah, something. yeah. And uh, this is the second one that we attended. Yes. And they had good turnout. They had more sophisticated equipment at this. Yes. <laughs> at this moon party. Okay. Including RVs. Oh yeah, okay. And yeah. and the blowjob bell. <laughs> and the blowjob bell, which is an essential for any camp out. Um the blowjob bell is a is a bell that says ring for blowjob and the uh the guy who's uh who uh, the organizer, I guess it's, it's a couple, but the organizer, it was a gift to him from his wife for his birthday. And I guess we were celebrating his birthday that weekend. We were. Yeah. And I was wondering where she got that bell. Right, right. Maybe she made it or maybe she's crafty. No, I know it looked it 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 looked manufactured. It looked like it was made in China. It, yeah, it didn't. No, it did. Well, yeah, it didn't look like she hand painted it or right, anything. Right. But her promise to him was during the whole weekend, anytime he wanted attention, he could just ring the bell. I just have this vision of these, you know, factory workers in China. It's like, well, what did you work on today? <laughs> 
like all day, all I did was paint blowjob bells. <laughs> blowjob bell after blowjob bell after blowjob bell. <laughs> They're flying <laughs> off the shelves like hotcakes. Yeah, right. What do they do? I silkscreen whoopee cushions. <laughs> blowjob bells for me, whoopee cushions for you. We really have it good, don't we? Well, it's a well, job, right? Somebody's buying them. Yeah. Apparently, I'd never seen one, but yeah. I thought it was pretty clever. So every time that he would ring the blowjob bell, his 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 wife would stop whatever she was doing and uh, come over and get to it. Yep. It was pretty awesome. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I think every every man should have one. Yes. Or there should at least be one available in every man cave. Right. Maybe <laughs> behind of a behind of a, one of those uh, in case of fire things with a glass in the front of it, you know, in case of whatever. I don't know what the emergency would be. I, I don't know if it should be that difficult to access. <laughs> <laughs> you might not want to get out of your barca lounge and <laughs> go break the glass. Break the glass. You might want to have it nearby, uh, accessible. You might want to have several placed strategically around the room right, so you right. can <laughs> access it. Well, and the nice thing about the blowjob bell was that he wasn't the only one who was allowed to use it, right? Other people could actually use the blowjob bell. Yes. Yes. So, I... There was a point at the campsite where it was kind of quiet, except yes. for me and an old friend, an old friend of ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't ring the blowjob bell, <laughs> but I he did. I was ringing somebody else's bell all the time. Good. <laughs> I was... He rang the bell, yeah. so I like to be summoned. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was great fun. Yes. yes. I think he did, too. So he got his blowjob. It was good. That's awesome. It was a fun time. It sounded like a really good time. I mean, I actually I had a really good time. It was um, good to see old friends and uh, make some new ones and all the usual stuff. And they took some pictures. And Well, we arrived late. Well, not late, but not we, late. Are, we, are, we arrived on our schedule. But when we arrived, they were just the, the bulk of the people who were there were returning from a sailboat trip. Yeah. On a catamaran. And it was. Uh, uh, I was disappointed that we missed that. It yeah. sounded like great fun. They had some awesome photos awesome of it. Awesome photos of just these beautiful, topless women arranged on the deck. And it was funny because they did a slideshow yes. at the campsite, right? And as they go through the slideshow, there's all of these. There's couple of topless women and then the next photo there's like a couple of more more topless women and somebody's like they're multiplying and it ended up with about eight of them right. across the the front of the sailboat just laying out in the sun just enjoying the enjoying day enjoying themselves and it was nice but we missed that ride <laughs> we missed the ride but we but so we got we when we got to the campsite all these people were arriving and they were all with big old grins plastered on their faces. They were and, all sexed up already. Yes, like, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Always a day late. <laughs> and uh, it was funny because, you know, when we asked people well, what went down, everybody spoke about how awesome the boat they were on was for about, you know, they yes. went on and on and on about on how many and on about it the, the boat. It was like two bathrooms two, on this they boat. Had two heads and the decks and all this other stuff. And it was just beautiful in the, in, and how, the, how cool the boat was. So we're like, wow, I can't wait to see a picture of this boat. So we're, as we're going through the pictures. Going through the, the 95 picture slideshow. There's not a single fucking picture of the boat. <laughs> we never saw the boat. We got, I mean, I got to know the intimate details uh, and uh, mole counts and, uh, uh, you know, colorations of the, the nipples of every single girl who was on that, on that boat. But we never saw the boat itself. 
Uh, who cares? Yeah, well. Uh, next year, we'll have to go earlier. Go check out the boat. Or next month. Right. No, it'll be too cold to boat next month. Yes, it will. But I don't know. I'd be willing to make the sacrifice if the show was the same. Right. <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. And like you said, it was good to see uh, people we knew already. Right. And good to uh, meet some new people. Absolutely. Absolutely. That Austin crowd is a lot of fun. And, you know, they're, they, they, um, they have a real um, kind of earthy charm about them if you will you know there's like a lot less of a lot a lot less of the i don't know it's just they just get along they just seem to be like you well, know you come like on, you come like on, the laid back people you yeah. like the laid back attitude really and do. you always say those awesome people swing yeah man. they swing, they swing. Hard and yeah hard and long hard and long <laughs> I've, you know they really just do and um so, yeah, Full Moon Party, by all means, check it out if you're in the area. Um, contact us for details. Um, okay, so the day we, that we returned from the Full Moon Party, some friends of ours wanted to borrow our house to do a photo shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was that same day, right, that, that we the, got back? Yeah, it was That's the same right. day. Yeah. And their photographer lives in our area. Right. And they came down from Austin. Near Austin. To do yeah, the, yeah. yeah, to do the shoot. And... I don't know. I was kind of excited about it. I yeah. was nervous just because I'm a, I'm a person that's nervous in front of the camera. So right. I was like nervous for the, right. the couple that, that were, you know, attending the photo shoot. Yeah. The subjects, the subjects. And yeah. I, you know, but everything was ready for them mm-hmm. and everything was cool. I was just like, is she going to be nervous? I, I don't know how she's doing this, mm-hmm. but she was so comfortable in front of the oh, camera. Yeah. That it was inspiring. Mm-hmm. It really was inspiring. I was like, look at her go. She yeah. just looked beautiful, relaxed, just poised, just wonderful. Yep. And I think the photographer took like 500 shots or something right, like that. Right, right. And they kept, ended up keeping a 55 yeah. of them. But yeah, I mean, they just shot for hours and hours. And we set up the upstairs area. I guess we call it the playroom, right? And we just cleared it out, and they she set up like twelve foot, ten foot by twelve foot backdrop, and just went to town. Mm-hmm. And um, then after there she, were other opportunities that were set up, but mm-hmm. that's the that's the only one that they really took advantage of besides the pool. Mm-hmm. But okay, so you figure they didn't use our bunk beds. They didn't use the, we didn't get that nasty shot we wanted. <laughs> you and I have to set that up. We do, we do, but. So so out of 500 mm-hmm. snapshots she they they got 55, 55 that were that were yeah mm-hmm. that were like passed along in the disc so you figure that's 10%. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do a photo shoot and that was a good lesson to me because right. I'm so shy in front of the camera. Yeah. And it's like the idea is you take a lot of photos and keep the ones you like. Yes, the ones you like the most. So you figure a 10% ratio. So if you're going to take photos consider that yeah well i mean my i you know because my cause my for my milk my filmmaking background it's like I, my sh- my shot rate ratio is about four to one so i take about four takes for every keeper mm-hmm. and uh, this just see, well i mean I've, I've seen photo shoots before and it, i was always surprised by how many throwaway shots they use but i guess that's the throwaway shots you end up having but i guess that's just part of the game well, one, when you're in filmmaking, the pre-production is huge, huge compared yeah. to a photo shoot. Right. And it doesn't cost anything to do a, to throw away a, a photo. Right, right. The setting up, yeah, setting up for each take takes a long time. 
Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot more people's time involved in filmmaking than there is in photography. Right, right. So you have a photographer and a subject. Mm-hmm. And so as long as those two are willing to go on, you're good. Yeah. But in filmmaking, you have an entire crew. It's kind of waiting. All, yeah, so yeah. it's different. Yeah, it certainly is. So, but it, but it was a good lesson to me because, you know, maybe I inch closer to the idea of like doing a photo shoot one day. I did not. <laughs> I, I know you didn't. No. I I did, but I, it's just hard for me to be that serious. Yeah, yeah. Dude, hey, make sexy face. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you just, make sexy in comedy? Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, how do you mix, like, I, because I know I would just want to be goofing off the whole time. Right. Well, I mean, there's been some real you know, comedic sex symbols out there, you know, both male and female. It's just a, I don't know. I just don't have that much confidence in my appearance to really just like, okay, well, I'm just going to invest all this me time, and, you know, and just let me know what makes me look the most, you know, even more beautiful than I am kind of thing, you know, you, you know, although. The Adonis. Yes. Yes. Uh, just uh, feel free to shoot me from my good side, even though I don't have a bad one kind of thing. <laughs> I don't think so. That just makes me, I just get. <laughs> I just get, you know, insanely self-conscious when it comes to crap like that. Well, I I feel like if you take 10 shots of me, there's going to be one that I'm like, ah, that's okay. (laughs) We can go with that. Uh, I'm just getting, I'm getting all verklempt just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. it. Your anxiety levels going up. shooting through the roof. Well, I, I, you know, I understand that because neither one of us are big photo takers, but, but, um. I don't know. I think it would. I think it would be something that would be fun, even if you know none of the photos ever saw the light of day. Mm-hmm. It would just be a fun, a uh, fun experience to release. Well, it's funny because, you know, even with all my time filmmaking, I had never really put myself in the shoes of the, what I've asked people to do, and it's only in facing uh, facing my insecurities regarding having my picture taken that I've really come to understand the uh, extreme the extreme amount of uh, of just, I guess, self confidence, or the, how, what the hurdles are that people have to overcome in order to feel comfortable doing these things. Because I've asked people to do some whack shit. I mean, I don't think it was whack. I thought that it served the art, right? But I mean, I mean, but when retrospect, when I think about it, it's like, oh shit, I made her do that, or I made him do that. It's like, wow. You know? Well, that's the difference between being in the front of the camera and behind the camera. Yeah. Because even as a photographer, you know, she might not have been as comfortable as as the subject was to do mm. everything that she asked her to do. Right. So who knows? Who knows? But I mean, that's, maybe, that, maybe you're just either a, a in front of the camera person or a behind the camera person. Maybe that's, it. Maybe yeah. that's just a personality thing. I have a face for radio. <laughs> you have a very lovely oh, face. Thank you very much. Really I have some it. very cute photos of you on my iPhone. <laughs> so for Thanksgiving, um, we had a lot of Mr. Swapfu's family over right. for dinner so that was a full day of yeah. preparing uh, snacks and um, getting ready to entertain. Yes, and it was kind of a it was kind of a nice event. It's yeah. the first time we entertained your family in our home. Yeah, and everybody was on their best behavior. Yes, <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> everybody was behaving. Yes, nobody was picking fights. So nobody was grouchy. Nobody was grouchy. Everybody was smiling. <laughs> So that's good. All the kids used our pool table and they liked that. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. I was surprised that the the little kids gravitated to the pool table. Yeah. And like, I asked one of the girls, I'm like, well, where did you learn how to play pool? And she's like, 
boys. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, now it starts. Yes, yes, boys. <laughs> boys. And um, then the next day for a lunch, we attended the um, a Friendsgiving. Yeah. And that was nice. That was just a, a vanilla event with, with friends. And uh, there was 20 of us there. Just all, they were just, you know, it was something for people to do after they were done with their family obligations. They would go and hang out and did this Friendsgiving. And we just had Thanksgiving dinner all over again. Vanilla. Way, way vanilla. But you know what? It was a nice way to catch up with a lot of vanilla friends at one, one time. Because yeah. <laughs> we, you know, Miss Wafu and I were talk, always talking about, I was like, well, we need to have our vanilla friends over. Because, you know, as we've chronicled, you know, since we moved into this house, I guess there's only been one other episode, but or two other episodes, um, that, you know, we've had a lot of swinger friends over, but we haven't had many vanilla friends over since we've moved in. Yeah, that's changed since then. We've had a few, but not still not a lot. No, like a couple here and a couple, a couple there. there. Family so we kind of started with like the oldest vanilla, the longest running vanilla yes. friends. We kind of started there. <laughs> We've been, and we're like, this is bullshit. We need to knock out all of this at one time. Yes. We need a housewarming. Yes, we need a housewarming. <laughs> so, so it was nice because we got to catch up with all these other people mm-hmm. that we otherwise would have had over at the house, which is fine. I still want to have them over. Don't get me wrong. But now we can push it off to January. <laughs> yeah, we can push it off to January when life is stress-free yes. and uh, the holidays are done and... We can just cook a nice meal and see our friends. Yes. That'll be a good deal. Yeah, it will be. Um, so what else? Uh, okay, so contrast that. Yeah. What? So that, that was Thanksgiving was Thursday. Yes. And then... Friendsgiving was Friday morning. morning. Uh, early, early Friday afternoon. And then Friday night? The Black Friday pub crawl with the Texas pervs. Yeah. And San Antonio pervs and all the other pervs. Yeah. I'm lucky to be... Uh, recovered enough today yes. sunday yes to do this podcast right yeah because it was, it was there for a while <laughs> saturday was terrible yes <laughs> but the pub crawl was awesome yeah it was fucking crazy us cool so the texas pervs yeah. um and once a year pervs, yeah. yes the texas and, and well it's led by essay pervs do they, isn't is it, it? I don't th- well, yeah you're probably right i think, I think it is yeah. i think it is it's but kind it's, of a joint thing it's the SA Pervs slash Texas Pervs um, put together once a year a pub crawl on Black Friday. In downtown San Antonio. Yes, in downtown San Antonio for um, all of the swingers and yes. pervs to get together and party. Yeah. And I'm talking seriously party. Yeah, it's just shitloads of people getting town. And we're talking like 200 people. 200 pervs. Yeah. Because we're all called pervs because we're members of the community. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, they had they gathered up a hundred wristbands for the event, right? And then they ended up they didn't get a final final head count, but all the wristbands were gone. And then when we talked to them at about People eleven, were still coming, yeah, yeah, it was up to like one fifty, yeah. And then the final uh, the final email that everybody received was it was at about two hundred, right? Texas pervs, People come from all over the state for the event, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if any. I didn't meet any out-of-staters, but certainly from all over, all over Texas. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like all over the state, people come for this event, and basically, it starts. They get a block of hotel rooms. Yes, it starts in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and you. It's a pub call, right? And you end up at the uh, bottom, the bottom, or at, l- at least we did this year. Right. I don't know if that's like a regular thing, but and the hotel's nearby, and the hotel's close. 
So it's just an opportunity for a lot of swingers to get together. Yeah, we had the whole second floor of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then there was people who didn't make it onto the second floor who ended up having to stay in on other floors. But it was, uh, yeah. We went to Pat O'Brien's. Yes. It was where you and I actually started. That's where we started out. Yeah. And it was cool to see, again, a lot of familiar faces, but a lot of familiar faces. And there were a couple of couples that were coming in from out of town that didn't make it mm-hmm. or we didn't get a chance to meet just because the the um, the party was so big, right. we didn't run across them. Yeah, it was just the sheer number of people. And the bottom is a huge place, and we literally had people in seven different rooms, you know, in in groups of anywhere from like six to 30. It was standing room yeah. only. There yeah. were people just standing in the corridors. Yes. When we walked in, there were three or four couples that we knew oh. that were just standing in the corridor. Pat O'Brien's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was, oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, but not at, at um, the bottom. At the bottom. What a good time. What a good time. And so... What was your what was your like standout moment at at for the um, Black Friday pub crawl? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what my standout moment was. Probably so the literal I remember of it, and I did not practice moderation, unfortunately. So I don't know. I was a little, probably a little drunker than I needed to be. I had a great time. I didn't do anything stupid. I guess we haven't received any emails or have, <laughs> text messages, or right? Restraining like, orders. Restraining orders. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe everybody's silence is really more telling than anything else. I think you're fine. <laughs> so, so probably one of the standout moments was that. I, oh gosh, I don't know. It was, you know, just talking to several of the lovely ladies who I've, you know, had chances, you know, a chance to get to know a little bit better and hope to get to know even better later. <laughs> and uh, look at you working it, <laughs> working it. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Yes, it was it was nice. It was very very nice. There are hot people everywhere. Four o'clock in the morning probably is what stands out in my mind. I guess this leads into something else we wanted to talk about. But four o'clock in the morning, you and I were in a room, and there was like eight people on the on the two double bed or the two queen beds there, just going at it, and we're just like looking at each other, saying. Holy crap. This I was is- like, why are all these people in our room? <laughs> well, I, like, I said, Miss this is in our room. <laughs> She's like, you sure? Because all the rooms look fucking identical. I was like, yeah, this is in our room. So we made it back to our room after that. But hot people. Again, the Austin crowd showing their true colors, which was... Uh, I don't know if they were all from Austin. They could have... I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they're from Austin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it was fuck fest. 2010, 2011 going on there. And and we didn't make it to all the rooms. Yeah. A lot of the rooms will like open up their doors because they have parties in there. Mm-hmm. And you can like walk down the hall and stop in and socialize and party. But a lot of people were behind closed doors because we, I'd imagine they were probably sealing the deal that they'd made earlier in the day. Right. <laughs> Which is a reason why we might show up earlier next time because I get the feeling that a lot of, like you said, that you got the feeling that a lot of people had um, established um, – some of these relationships, you know, early in the evening, early in the evening. Yeah. The highlight of my, the highlight of my time, um, I think was at the beginning of the evening when we arrived Mm -hmm. and as we made it from area to area, Mm -hmm. I realized, I started realizing that I, I knew people in each one of these areas and I I just couldn't help but thinking, wow, we've come a long way in swinging. Yeah, we have, you and I, you know, yeah. 
just the idea that if we would have walked in there a year ago, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have known as many people. If right. we walked in there two years ago, we wouldn't have known anybody. Anybody, yeah. And just the fact that we could walk around and 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 be recognized and um, mm-hmm. and recognize other people and and not as the, and, and not feel, as just the, kind of feel like we have friends there. And not as just those dopes with the podcast, but as you know, Mister and Miss Wafu, the swingers who've been part of the community for a while. Yes, exactly. Yeah. As being part of the community, right? Because hardly That's anybody it. still knows that we have this podcast, which is kind of weird. It is, yeah. but you know, I it doesn't bother me. I just like knowing people and people knowing me and right. like being cool yes you know being cool with people mm-hmm. so it's nice to it's you know but it's been a lot of work yeah of course yeah. it's also been a lot of work mm-hmm. we've done a we've we've participated in a lot of activities and mm-hmm. we've gone to a lot of events and you get to know people and what i think i've come to realize is over time you just you get to make friends in the community and that's how you really become a part of it is participating right i that's, think that that's important yeah, yeah, participation is key because that's how you get better at it too, and you learn to o- overcome adversity and overcome drama and everything. And that's what our, been our experience, at least, is that you know we've been able to um, deal with drama and uncomfortable situations a lot better just through repetition. That's been good. So yeah, hot time, but, it, but but there were you know I didn't run across any drama at all at the um, pub crawl. I, I did. You did? Yes. So you saw a couple in an altercation? Yes, yeah. It was just verbal, though. Verbal, yeah. yeah. She seemed very upset. And I think that they've probably been at it. They've probably been at the pub crawl for a while. Yeah, and yeah. that's one of the downsides of, you know. Doing stuff all day. All day. Yeah. yeah. So we, cho- we chose our battle. You know, it's like we weren't going to show up early in the day <laughs> and, like, drink all day and drink all night. Yeah. So, you know, you forgo. Sw- swinging opportunities by showing up later. Right, right. So it's like... <laughs> That's okay. It's, wait, yeah. You know, it's part of our strategy. <laughs> <laughs> strategy. <laughs> it's like, we'll show up later. We'll be fine. We'll yeah. miss all the early drinking. And um, in that case, you know... It's okay. It It's absolutely all right. <laughs> um, See, no, we're finagling. We're, you know, working out the details. Sure. And not only that, but, you know, we... We made notes. <laughs> <laughs> and next year, we want to do it like this. We're going to do it this way. Do you think people think we're, like, endlessly weird? Yes. That we're always just trying to figure it out? Yes. Uh, Does that bother you? It doesn't bother me, but sometimes even I get tired of thinking about it. I don't know if other people get tired of hearing about it, but sometimes I'm like, I just want to be able to go with the flow. Yeah. But, you know, but then that doesn't work for us. Yeah. I mean, just going with the flow. There is no flow. There's only other people's flow. So right. we have to create our own flow. Our own flow. <laughs> Not ant flow. No, no. Or cash flow. Even though we, 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 do, we do some of that, too. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. I do. I do. Um, I, want, I, wanted, I want it to just be easy. You know, you know, I really do. I just want it to be easy, and it's not. Because no. if I don't plan, I get in trouble. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't think it's effortless for anybody. You know, at least not from none of the people who get back to us. You know, everybody, you know. And, mm-hmm. and that's another thing is that we want to keep it uncomfortable. I think that you and I want to keep it uncomfortable, even though we would like for it to be effortless. I think that we want to keep it uncomfortable because that's what keeps it fun. You know, unpredictable to a certain extent, I think. Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. the maybe keeping it uncomfortable is what drives drives us to talk about it. Right. So that we we 
just feel the need to improve be be on the same page at Mm -hmm. the very minimum Mm -hmm. at the very minimum because i know before we went to the pub crawl we were like okay well what's the plan yeah you know and well and that and i think that that kind of brings us to the next thing that we wanted to talk about which was having friends over and the thing is that you know we love having our friends over and we really enjoy our, our our time with our friends but at the same time it's like we need to keep mixing it up you know we need to keep mixing it up and try new things and you know keep well you know what it is 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 when we have friends over to Mm -hmm. the house where it's just a couple Mm -hmm. or two couples that's what makes it relaxing right to me it's like those are opportunities when i get to just relax and enjoy the evening right enjoy people's company Mm -hmm. it's you know because they're friends that we know and love and we're very comfortable with them and we know that it's going to be an enjoyable evening. Right. And it, and those are the evenings that I cherish Mm -hmm. because nights like the, um, pub crawl are intense. Yeah. They're, they're fun, but they're they're unpredictable. They're fun. They're intense. They're unpredictable. They're not low stress. They're not low stress. And so I think that that, and I'm just kind of realizing this at this moment is that it's that combination of doing both of those things that, that um, give me, uh, I guess, the fortitude to like keep moving forward because right. I have my relaxing, comfortable evenings, but I also have my like high intensity challenge evenings, right. which I find fun and thrilling. Sure, and I I wouldn't give them up for anything, mm-hmm. but I also wouldn't give up my you know relaxing, enjoyable evenings. So it's kind of that combo. Well, that keeps that, me that keeps me happy in happy, a lifestyle. Interested. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, yeah, because you're getting a lot interested, of reward, but not overwhelmed. Not overwhelmed. But yeah. I think, but it, and not to go into a whole tangent, but it's like it's the ones, it's the the unpredictable evenings are the ones that drive self improvement. I think to a certain extent, you know, some some self improvement, at least reflection, conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and they they challenge me to not be lazy right about the lifestyle exactly because that you know if you're not growing you're you're dying mm-hmm. if you're not moving forward you're backpedaling right. that that idea is one that i embrace in every aspect of my life yes so you, i you know i feel like i always need to be challenging myself mm-hmm. but i also enjoy the um relaxation opportunities mm-hmm. so those two those two ideas play off of each other for me mm-hmm. in a lifestyle. And I, they both have a, they both have a, a place in my, one has a place in my heart and one has a place in my mind. Right. If that makes sense. Sure. No, that makes perfect sense. And so those two, those two ideas, um, kind of bundle themselves into what I consider as the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I agree. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. You agree? I agree. Okay. Uh, Okay. Off the record. Do you agree? (laughs) Off the record. No, off off the record, I still agree. Okay. Off the record, I still agree. So, um, update about the guy with the hat. Oh, no, we missed missed one big event on what's the food been up to. Oh, well, what's that? We celebrated our 11th anniversary.
So we celebrated our 11th anniversary. It was another thing that's is another thing we've been up to. 11 years. And it was quiet. We had a couple of friends that um, messaged us and asked, "Who are you doing for your anniversary?" Right. <laughs> like we're doing each other. It's like the foo are doing foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it was uh, it was a nice quiet dinner. Yes. And sex at home. Yes. Little hot tub action. Little hot tub action. It was nice. It was very. It was, it was really a very nice. enjoyable and we, and we evening. Got, and we got some amazingly nice well wishes from the online community as well as from our. Friends and family. Yes, so many wishes, and we want to say thank you for the well wishes from everyone. Oh yeah, oh, just uh, the outpouring. You know, we just uh, we were just completely um, uh, overwhelmed and overjoyed when we saw the messages come in. And thank you so much. You guys are awesome, and you really make it. You really make it. Um, you really make reaching out to the re- reaching out to all of you, you know, listeners as very you know a very special thing that's very close to heart, our heart because we really just feel it back from you guys and it's just so so great. You know, one thing I notice about having an anniversary mm-hmm. is that no matter how many years you've been married, the people that have been married longer will always zing you. <laughs> Right? It's like, let me know when you've been <laughs> married for 16 years. And we got, we got That's some when of that. That's it gets that. hard. That's when it gets hard. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. It's like, what anniversary is it? It's like, it's number 11. It's like, yeah, well, when you get to 22, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> let me know. Pussy. It's like, oh. it's like, it's, like it's not our fault. Like, We've you, only been married 11 years. Sorry. It's like, do you turn into a hostile asshole? <laughs> Just wondering. I hope not, I dude. Hope not. But do you have you noticed that as Hell well? Yeah. People just want to throw shit at you. <laughs> People always want to throw stones at your good time. I don't know. I just hope that when we're married, well, I never do that to people with they're like, well, we've been married four years or six years or eight years or whatever it is. It's like that's awesome because to me, if you're enjoying your marriage, that's the ultimate. Ah, fuck that. I that's give them the hell. ultimate. <laughs> Well, when you've been married 11 years, years let me you know. come let me know. Let me know. I got stories. You got stories, man. Dude, I, I almost killed her at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, know what I mean? I know I'm, I, I try to be gracious because I know how it feels to be on the other end of that when somebody's like, yep, 26 years, 26 years. Like, yeah. Jesus, how old are you? Right. <laughs> So yeah, no, I totally understand. I I don't know I don't know what makes people do that, and I try not to. Honestly, I think that that's bullshit. Because fuck, everybody's running their own race. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So the next thing that we had was oh, we had the guy with the hat update. So the guy with the hat for the, our loyal listeners may recall that we've mentioned the guy with the hat before. He's a he has become has become a friend uh, to the foo, and uh, unfortunately we 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 heard the news. Well, fortunately for them, but unfortunately for us, we heard the news that they will be leaving uh, San Antonio for uh, for parts east, and uh, we're sad to see them go. We are so sad, and they're going to leave a big hole in 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 the hearts of many many that um, live in our area because they mean a lot to a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, like Mister Fu said, everybody's going to be sad to see them go. We have well wishes for them. Yeah, and. Um, Maybe one day they'll make their way back to San Antonio. Right. Which I bet they do. Oh, yeah. Because rarely do people leave San Antonio and never come back. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like the El Paso curse, right? Everybody, when I graduated <laughs> from school in El Paso, everybody's like, 
It's like, well, you think you're leaving. It's like, why do you want to leave? It's like, because it's El Paso. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, nobody ever leaves here, dude. It's like everybody that knew there, well, half the people that I knew there don't live there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they, people leave. People fucking Get the leave. hell out. Um, I mean, El Paso has a lot of good things, but it wasn't home for me. So, uh, in any event. So, we'll be sad to see them go, and we look forward to um, seeing them a few more times before they leave. I hope that, I hope that uh, you know, when they, when they leave, they leave with fond memories of San Antonio and don't make it too long before they return. I would just like to end this segment with saying happy anniversary to Mr. Swapfu. Oh, happy anniversary to you, Ms. Swapfu. Thank you for 11 years of adventure and wonderment. Oh, uh, <laughs> adventure and wonderment? Yes. Good times, cheer, and lots of laughs. And love. And sex. And definitely a lot of sex. <laughs> um, so that brings us to our topic. And, and it's one that, well, anyway, it, the, the topic is, is uh, female ejaculation. Well, it started with the note was squirting. 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 Yes. And, um, of course, I Googled it. Yes. And they um, describe it as squirting, gushing, or coming. Or female ejaculation. Right. Uh, a topic that's near and dear to many people's hearts. <laughs> I thought you were going to say to my heart or uh, to your heart. Well, I was you know, waiting. It's just a, anyway, we, we've, we've, we've talked about this a lot. No, a fair bit. A fair bit. And it's, it's just, it seems to me like, you know, debating whether or not it exists and all that other crap. Okay. It exists. It's out there. Everybody knows it's out there. Like, yeah, I've witnessed it. You've witnessed it. It's just. Well, the first time I witnessed it was back in our vanilla days. Right. And there was this one girl that you used to see. Yes. Who was a big squirter. Right. And she would always talk about squirting and yeah. she would just, she embraced the idea that she squirted. Yeah. And to me, it was just like this foreign concept. Right. I was like, I don't know what you're doing over there. But as long as you're happy, as long as that's you're happy, good. everything's good. As long as I have a steam cleaner on um, speed dial right. that can come and clean my carpets, it's like we're all going to get along just fine. Right. So that was my first introduction to squirting. Right. I I just you and, know I I don't even orgasm from vaginal sex rarely. Yes. And so to me, the idea of squirting was so foreign, alien. Yeah. That I just I couldn't understand it but i've noticed since we've been in the lifestyle it it has been a more and more um prevalent topic right not only that but it seems like a lot of women have it as a uh, kind of a badge of honor almost or whatever like they're squirters pretty much if a woman's a squirter you're gonna find out about it pretty quickly she'll tell you yes she'll tell you i'm a squirter so i think it's like one of those disclosure notices that (laughs) that that you know women have yes and as we i've as i've been exposed to it more and more in the lifestyle i've just noticed it more as like wet spots in a big bed or but just beyond wet wet spots these are puddles (laughs) i i don't know because i haven't experienced squirting well you've experienced the aftermath right i guess you were saying the wet spots in the bed right yes yes Mm -hmm. so there's been times when you and I were in the bed and, you know, we, we've swapped and I'm like, you've made it with back my, par- your- with my partner and yeah. I make, I make it over to this big wet spot right. <laughs> and that's when, you know, squirting becomes real to me. Mm-hmm. 
I did have an experience a couple of weekends ago where um, my partner was, yes. was said, "Oh, I I can definitely make you squirt." And me, I I guess I have squirting envy, right? Because it's not something that I've experienced, mm-hmm. but it's something that I'm definitely curious about, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely wondering like why I've never done this. Yes. So he's saying that he can definitely make me squirt, right? So we get into the bedroom and he's doing his thing, right? Yes. And I'm totally feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, it is kind of like an orgasm mm-hmm. is what I'm feeling. And he's just getting in there. And it's this is like, it's, it's you know, I'm feeling like it's going to happen. I'm letting myself loose. It's a, di- and, it's a digital ma- manipulation, right? He's working you with his fingers. Yes. Okay. Yes. And all of a sudden he says to me, it feels like you're going to pee, but it's not. And then that's when the record scratched and <laughs> the whole thing just like went dead for Back me. It it's like, Back okay, it yeah. It's like, okay. Because in all honesty, that's my correlation right. to the idea that, you know, you're squirting out of your vagina or right. your urethra or whatever, whatever it is. I don't know what it, it is. But it's, it's supposed to be neither of those. And they, people postulate that it, that it might be coming out of a woman's urethra, but that there might be some other secondary whatever. Um, well, I, we're going to get a shitload of emails of people correcting us on it because this is a I, topic that is like a hot-button issue for a lot of girls. I right? hope we do. I hope we do get emails because I Google. Yes. Okay, so I Googled, and on Wikipedia, this is what it says. The exact source and nature of the fluid continues to be a topic of debate among medical professionals and is related to doubts over the existence of the G-spot. Right. I mean, that's kind of fucking huge. Yeah, because, I mean, we've, I mean, I have direct experience of stimulating G-spots in the past. Yes. You know, and so I, as far as I'm concerned, I know that there is a special portion inside a woman's, you know, vagina or whatever that makes vagina her, or whatever or whatever i mean because isn't the vagina just strictly the opening and then the there's the anyway so well okay so to me whether or not i i've, I've experienced squirting i've experienced squirting on me <laughs> around me uh near me uh you know um it's just but i i mean i'm not close enough i don't have a microscope or sufficient lights to really ascertain as to where this thing is coming from and i guess science hasn't either Um, which is isn't that weird isn't it odd that science has not delved into this idea we can reattach a woman's face right the woman who got her face eaten off by the chimp she got like a new face transplant or whatever it was you can completely map dna the human genome right you can and yet you can't understand this fluid that comes that seems to come out of a very identifiable place yes. it should be identifiable run an mri on that or something yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but why is women's sexuality so unknown well because it was considered to be non-existent until like 1962 right women was it when they say that women discovered the orgasm or something like that in 1962 or well I don't, I don't know i wish we were more versed on the topic I you know I wish we had some like some some details to give. All well, we know is that it it exists. It exists. Some women have it. Some women don't. Uh, women who women seem to find it enjoyable. Women enjoy it, and they take a lot of pride in it. They do take a lot of pride in it. So what else do you need to know? 
<laughs> how to do it. I oh. want to know how to do it. <laughs> I want to I want to know. I, I was so close. Yeah. I was so close. And I just wish I could have, like, finished that off. Huh. All right. Well, maybe it's, that's something that you and I You know, can try it kind of reminds me of, of that idea of, like, masturbating and getting right to the point of orgasm and just not, like, being able to get over that line. Right. It's frustrating. Yes. And that was – that weekend was my closest experience ever. Mm. Well, it goes back to that, you know – Less talky talky. Yes. <laughs> More yes. play play. Yes, yes. Maybe he, maybe if he zipped it for just a second, you would have been able to go over the edge. When he said that to me, my mind just engaged yes. immediately, yes. and I could, and I was just off. I was off of right. it. I was no longer enjoying the experience. I was just, you know, I, my mind was engaged, yeah. and then I couldn't, I couldn't make it happen. Yeah. So it's something I'll keep working on. because yeah, well. I want to, I want to experience it. So. If I can experience it, I can share it. But until then, I, I don't. I don't really have much. I googled it, and um, there is a website. <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta look for it on the computer. Squirting101.com. <laughs> yes, squirting101.com. Squirting101.com, and I just found it today. So um, you're gonna have to get on that, Mister Fu. Uh, okay. By my by my twelfth anniversary, I want to be on board. You want to be a squirter? Yes. Or at least know that you can or cannot do it. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I, yes. I'm with you. Because maybe what if I don't even want to do it? What if I try it and I'm like, nah, that's not for me. Well, all the squirting porn that I've seen seems like the girls are having one hell of a good time. And so do you think that that's where it, it springs from? Is it from porn? It springs from. <laughs> her, her. <laughs> her, her. Does it spring from porn? Um, I think it's no, it's an actual physical manifestation. I okay, I know, so, but where was it popularized? Do you think it was popularized in porn? I think that porn probably went a long way to making making it more part of the uh, yeah or the dialogue, the culture, or the sexual mm-hmm. dialogue. Um, what I heard, and this is probably something from Dan Savage, who I'm going to misquote because I always misquote him, um, is that female ejaculation is an analog to male ejaculation and that the organ that produces the fluid that is being ejaculated is an analog to the prostate, to the male prostate, although smaller uh, produces fluid than lesser quantities. And But from what I understand, and this is where I'm going to get in lots of trouble, that there is urine involved, that there is urine involved. It's undeniable that there is some urine involved. So is it a, it's a mixture of fluids? Yes, that there is a mixture of fluids. I mean, because I think that one of the challenges has been is where is this fluid being retained prior to it being released, right? So if it's generated through, if it's generated through sexual stimulation, the fluid has to be retained somewhere prior to it being released, and the only place that it can be kept is in the bladder. Whereas I think that the male prostate is able to store... Some of the, some of the fluid. Give it to me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking off. You're, you're losing, you're losing yourself. Well, I mean, that's what I kind of heard, and it's wrong. So I'm just, I'm just prefacing this by saying that it's wrong. There's questions out there, and inquiring minds want to know. Misfop foods being one of them. So. Well, I am because I, I, I talk to a lot of women about it. Yes. And all, all I know about it at this point is that some women. Yes. Enjoy it. Yes. And some women can't do it. I, I haven't met anybody that was like, yeah, I can squirt, but I choose not to. Yes. I haven't met that person. 
some women are squirters and they enjoy it very, very much. Yeah. And like you said, they wear it as a badge of honor. Right. And then there's some women that's never been able to engage in that. I've been with girls who, who will hold back the first time with, that they're with me who are squirters who won't do it the first time that they're, they're, they're with me. They are with me. And then like the next time he's like, oh, yeah, uh, that's not rain. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, I'm on your trench coat. Right, so. Your umbrella. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's just everybody's different. And you guys are all charming. And I do like, do you, you know. feel like it's a stronger orgasm or a different orgasm? Or how how do you as the recipient I know the or recipient, the, the uh, participant, witness. how do you? Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, how, what, what's your take on? What the, it looks like to me. Re, in contrast to just an orgasm, it looks for example. it looks different. It looks like the orgasm is originating from a different part of their physiology, so from their anatomy. It seems to me to be it involves a lot more shuddering. So, like, if I were to characterize it, uh, guys get this thing; they get the they get the shakes or something like they call it the shakes. Or I don't know if girls go through the same thing when you pee and you pee a lot you get to the point where you get like you get the shakes and i think uh it happens a lot more when you're younger and it's a it's a pleasure it's a it's a it's a kind of a pleasurable sort of experience of sort of a release i wouldn't call it orgasmic it's more like um i don't know it's just kind of a physical sensation you go a little lightheaded you know I don't, I don't know if girls go through this have the same feeling guys do so to me it seems fairly analogous to that feeling but just from looking at it that it kind of looks like that mm-hmm. that's how you identify with it is right. that it's something that's how you you've experienced i don't identify with it because I'm not feeling it myself. But if I were to observe it and say, oh, that's what's happening there and you got that coming out and the look on your face is like this and your body is quivering thusly, that's what I would characterize it as, as as that feeling that I had. That is so interesting. Yes, whereas a girl's orgasm, a girl's like vaginal orgasm, the more traditional orgasm that I've experienced is a lot more like the male orgasm, which is kind of like this... um, build up to a brief release, a brief pleasurable release. Whereas with women, well, with women, the buildup seems to be a lot longer and a lot more vocal and the release tends to take, uh, go for a longer period of time, you know, just through a clitoral stimulation type orgasm or something. That's what I'm, you know, I would, I would think of them as being two separate things, the clitoral orgasm or the, being a lot closer to what a male orgasm is like and then an ejaculatory female orgasm being very similar to this kind of small convulsion type of thing that guys experience a lot when they're when they're much younger after a long and maybe withheld urination long withheld urination wow so if anybody don't be harsh in your criticism of my completely mistaken and and you know wrong conclusions about this. I know that, like I said, this is a very it's personal. It's a strongly uh, strongly fetishized um, uh, experience. Women, women have a, take a lot of pride in it. Uh, I think that many of them would be, even be offended in me being in, in me 
uh, even claiming to have any kind of an opinion about it. And I'm fully cognizant of that. So just be, don't be too harsh in your criticism of what I'm saying. So I, I mean, that's just, that's just my casual observation of what's going on. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't want it to be construed as anything more than that. So that's my opinion on female ejaculation. I don't like the term squirting. I think squirting is, I don't know. Because it, is, it isn't squirting. I like gushing. It's more like gushing. Squirting seems more like a, squirting is more of a, kind of more of an intermittent type of thing. Whereas gushing is, is really, it's really more like gushing. Because as um, being on the, uh, you know, when I've been, when I've been fucking women who squirted while I was fucking, fucking them, you really, you just feel like you're just all of a sudden just covered in warm liquid. And the viscosity is really low. So it, I, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. I, I, as, it, just as a point to completely clarify, uh, I don't have an opinion about it one way or the other. I mean, I'd rather not sleep in it <laughs> afterward. But other than that, I'm, I'm cool. Well, if you're, if you're offended by the topic, please don't go to squirting101.com because... <laughs> it's a celebration y- y- of all y- things squirting. There's like there's like an Ashton Kutcher looking dude like on the cover like how to make your girl squirt. Oh great! How, how, hey, so, how, how, um, what is it? How to make a girl squirt? First, get Ashton Kutcher <laughs> <laughs> with his two fingers. You know what I mean? But it's a it's a it's a thing out there. Mm-hmm. It's a thing out there, and I'm interested in it. And I don't know. I'll work on that, and maybe I'll get maybe I'll get my pro squirter partner to. Try it again, yeah, with a little less talky talky, and maybe you can um, delve into the more scientific aspects maybe. of it. Uh, although there doesn't seem to be very many scientific <laughs> studies or <laughs> I'd rather find explanation. Out. There's there's a lot of stuff that I need to find out about myself still, you know, before I start delving into. How, I mean, because I I think that girls who squirt they squirt, and girls who don't squirt either they do or they don't. I guess the deal is that you want to find out whether or not you do or you don't. Right or you... I think it, I think it's something I want to explore. Okay. Absolutely. So, if anybody has any advice about that, it's somebody who has, I know that Boris and Doris discussed this at length because she didn't used to be and she is now, and she's a squirter. Yes, I'm gonna have to ask her. Yes. What up, Chica? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was one of one of his especially uh, handy dandy special handy dandy toys that did it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Doris uh, cust- custom makes Boris. Boris custom makes tools. Yeah. Hand tools. Yeah, hand tools. <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're, they're nice toys. They're really nice toys. And I, people, he's selling a bunch of them too, which is really nice. Um, okay, so that's squirting, uh, which gives us a little while. Like, it's, such, it's such an abrupt end. Is to it? A, to a, such an such a abrupt topic. <laughs> um, what else do you want to say about it? There really isn't anything else to say about it. <laughs> I. I don't know. I guess I was hoping to learn something, but I didn't. <laughs> I should be listening to another podcast. <laughs> well, you're not going to get anything from me. I mean. <laughs> well, that's the most in-depth discussion that you and I have had about it. Yes. But I'm interested. Yeah. So maybe we'll get some good information. Maybe listeners will send in some links or some... Techniques. Something besides um, Wiki or... Squirting101.com. Uh, save your hateful rants, please. If there's anybody who was offended Nobody's going to send you a hateful rant. You, just, you don't know. This is a topic that is... This topic is just like... Maybe I don't even know how big the topic it is. It is 
fully loaded. Well, send in your uh, your kind advice, kind advice, and your informative links mm-hmm. or informative comments. Um, don't send in any any you know hate emails because we're we're learning. Yes, we're so, learning. So give so us a break. be our friend. <laughs> be our friend. <laughs> So, shout-outs. We wanted to give a shout-out to the comments that we received back regarding the camouflaging of our sex swing. And uh, we got a really, really good tip. And I guess it was originally explored on Life on the Swing Set or discussed on Life on the Swing Set. And then two listeners uh, sent it back. It's like, oh, yeah, you should do this. And one of them actually sent us pictures of their setup. And what they recommended, okay, so when you have a sex swing, it's going to hang from an eye hook that is, that is uh, driven into a, uh, one of your ceiling joists, right? And... Depending on how your house is set up, that ceiling joist may be fairly conspicuous because you want to place the sex swing somewhere where you're not going to kick a wall or put your head in the wall or kick a window. Not, not near the drywall. So it's going to be in the middle of a ceiling. So it's going to be in the middle of, relatively in the middle of the ceiling. And, and uh, the, one of the things, one of the ways, and then you're going to have parents coming over or whatever. And inevitably, everybody's going to ask, like, what is that piece of hardware doing mounted to your ceiling? And I mean, unless you happen to be a fan of hanging plants you're gonna have a lot of explaining to do so one of the recommendations was to disguise the eye the eye hook or eye bolt with a um with a uh, gutted fire smoke detector brilliant brilliant <laughs> so you get a smoke detector you take out all the insides of it and just glue the glue the shell around this thing and then anybody walks in just looks up at the ceiling and sees the smoke detector and you rig it so that you can easily take it off and then hang your sex your sex swing from the hook and they sent in some pictures. Yes. So we can post those on the blog. Absolutely. So you can see how to disguise it because we've been looking at that. Yep, yep, yep. And we wanted to um, fully credit um, the listeners who uh, who recommended it, Cliff and Jamie. And they, um, yeah, they sent us some pictures and we'll post the pictures on the, on the, on the, in the show notes. When I looked at the photos, I was like, wow. That's cool. That's smart. Unfortunately, that method of disguising it is not available to us because we have it. We have um, coffered ceilings. We don't have flat ceilings. So the way that our sex swing eye bolt is installed is not on a flat surface. So I'm still resolving just to paint it white and hoping nobody notices. Even though over Thanksgiving, um, I gave my my parents the grand tour of the upstairs of the house and. They took a good look around. They even took a look at the ceiling, and it didn't even come up. And it it, was, they didn't notice they it. Didn't notice I was it. wondering because no. I saw you guys upstairs, and yes. I was like, ah. Yeah, it was a, a few tense moments there. Oh, <laughs> you're like, don't look there. Don't look there. Every right. time they start glancing upwards, you're like, and this is the <laughs> third bedroom. Please notice the lower <laughs> portion of this room rather than the... And my mom was actually commenting, oh, I love the ceilings in this place. I'm like, yeah, they're great, aren't they? Um so, and the other alternative I was was going to do was just get a get a heavy bag, you know. And just <laughs> You're just going to buy a heavy bag. Buy a heavy bag and just put it in the corner. It's like, yeah, that's where I hang my heavy bag. You know, I got to let out some <laughs> aggression. That's I'm, where I work out. I'm learning uh, mixed martial arts, so I need to have some place where I can. And just have a heavy heavy bag hanging there yes. whenever family comes over. Right. It's like, oh, this is where you hit your heavy bag. Yeah, you know, it's a prop, <laughs> the heavy bag prop. So yeah, I might still get the heavy bag. No. It'll make me look tough. Manly, even. You can get the heavy bag if you use the heavy bag. Like in that that, um, show we were watching, The League. 
Yes. Where the guy's always allowed to watch porn as long as he's exercising. As long as he's exercising. <laughs> His wife lets him watch porn as long as he's like on the treadmill or on the bike or on the... <laughs> you can just hang out up there and watch porn and use the heavy bag. Yes. That's, oh, get... that's, so, that's so weird. It is kind of weird. Watching porn and like hitting the heavy bag at that's the same like time. Watching porn and exercising is just... <laughs> there was so much about that show that's so funny. So watch, check out The League if you can. It's available on Netflix. And... Let's see. Um, so we had another. Oh, we had another um, blog comment that we received regarding younger swingers and whether or not they get down, whether or not they get down to business. Right? It's like so. One of the comments that we had in what the, in from our last our last podcast was, um, is it a generational thing that causes younger swingers to hook up so late? Well, no, the question was... Or if they hook uh, up. Because Mr. Swapfu and I are both in our 40s. Yes. And we, you know, we, what we're learning is that we like to swing a certain way. I mean, in all honesty, we'll swing in whatever, whatever way we can. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what is our, you know, what our is preference? our, like, what is our, um, what do you call it, best practices? Yes. Yes. <laughs> our best, best practices are... Not as everyone else's. And there is a younger generation that uh, swings, and they also party, and they party fucking hard. Yeah. And um, the comment was, let me, let me, the the question was at the end. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, We are 44, completely agree. By a slow process, we have decided we swing best with people who are plus or minus 10 years of our age, in part because... We swing the same. Do younger uh, hipsters, swingers fuck or just party? Well, I mean, I think that they fuck. I think it just takes them a while to kind of wind up to it. And I think that we don't know the complete answer to that because we're usually in bed. (laughs) (laughs) We need to go night-night. Because we're tie-tie. So who who knows what happens really late at night? (laughs) But those fuckers will be up late partying, dude. Yeah. And I know there's swinging going on. Yes. I think maybe we're just not privy to it. But we've we've gotten our fuck on pretty damn late in the we past. We have, but it's not a regular occurrence. Right. And therein lies the difference, I think. Yes. We're usually up to something by about 11. We are. Yes. And it's usually because we have a plan. Right. Right? Yeah. It's like, it, but these guys have no plan. No. Because who does when you're in your 20s? Yeah, I'm just waiting to be blown together by the winds before any <laughs> exactly yeah. i mean i can totally i totally get it yeah you know because i was there in my 20s mm-hmm. and early 30s yes you, you want you want it is almost you're waiting for it to be a happy accident it's a happy ending right <laughs> right it is yeah. and and i don't know so i guess the answer is the younger swingers are are swinging yes it's just that the older swingers may may or may not be privy to it. Right. I know at Black Friday. Right at the pub crawl. Um, because we because we stayed up late yes. later than usual. We yes. were like up until four four or five a.m. Thank you, Red Bull. There there were there was a lot of fucking going on. Yes, and there were people. It was among people who looked to be in their mid to late thirties. Well, maybe the early thirties. So. It was, it was 4 a.m. and it was hot and heavy in that one of those group rooms. So I'm totally convinced that younger swingers are swinging. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're doing it on their own time frame. Right. Which, you know, is not our time frame. Yeah. So 
I think we're all doing our thing. We're all I think doing we're our all, thing. I think we're all cool. It's tough to generalize, though, right? I mean, I guess it's, you know. Uh, it's not, you know what it is? It's not the younger swingers versus the middle-aged swingers. It's just the people that are, the people that are swinging. And then there are people that are, are just in the, yeah. There's people in the lifestyle that aren't swinging that just enjoy the company of swingers and enjoy the atmosphere of swinging. And mm-hmm. they just really don't swing. Yet is right. what I say. They don't swing yet, but you know, I think, and I don't think that 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 has an age uh, discrepancy or right, an age barrier. But I think the young, I think the younger people, people in their twenties and early thirties, I think they're swinging. They're swinging just fine. Thank you very much. Yes, <laughs> I think that they are. <laughs> so. I think I think the comment was good in that um, the commenter said, well, we find that we swing with these people best because they swing like we do. And that's the key yeah. is finding the people that swing like you do right. no matter what their age is. But then they go back to the conversation that we had earlier in the podcast, right, which is the comfort versus, you know, versus uh, challenging swinger situ- situations. And we think that you need to, I think, we think that you need to strike a balance between the two is that you need to swing comfortably, but you also need to swing outside of your comfort zone or at least try to swing outside your comfort zone. So you can always keep on learning. Ooh, very good callback. Well, Hey, you know, and that's one of the things that we find challenging about like black Friday pub crawl is that you're outside of your comfort zone. Yes. You're going to stay up late. You're going to party. You're going to meet a ton more people than you would ever meet at a normal function. And they all want to get to know you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, as everybody knows, swingers are the the friendliest people that you'll ever meet. Nicest people you'll ever meet. So it's all out there. Mm-hmm. Finding, and I think the commenter's um, comment was, mm-hmm. was spot on in that it's about finding people that swing the way you do, right. however you swing. Right, right. And that's, that's uh, the most important. Absolutely. And um, that's a numbers game. You yeah. know, you got to get out there and meet and greet. Shake hands. Mm-hmm. Kiss babies. <laughs> Cross swords. No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> squirt a little. <laughs> squirt a little. Squirt. No, I mean live a little. <laughs> squirt, with, squirt with your friends. I want to learn how to squirt. It's on my agenda. So that's all we got, believe it or not, Buttercup. Um. Thank, thank you again to all of our friends that um, sent us well wishes for our anniversary. It was very, very sweet. Thank you. It was very sweet and made us feel uh, very special and very loved. And uh, thank you to everybody who has left uh, the comments on on iTunes and the reviews on iTunes. Um, you know, we received a several several more, and we, I guess we get like one, one a week or something like that. And that's really nice. Maybe less than one a week. I like looking at you. I'm like, I don't think it's one a week. <laughs> Um, but iTunes may be slow to update, you know. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> but, you know, we uh, we love hearing from you, whether it's comments on our blog, swapfood at blogspot.com, or if it's direct emails, then you can always send an email to swapfood at gmail.com or foogirl. Oh, if you have anything nasty to say about squirting, if you have any, it, like, if you're go, angry about it, go tell you, it can, to your you can, no, you can email me at um, foogirl. That's F-U-G-R-R-L at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And you can talk to me directly. And I would really love to hear your feedback because 
I want to be a squirter. I mean, I think I do. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you'll hate it. I've never know. met. I've never met anybody that hated it. True. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm a, a squirter and I hate it. The squirting is such a nuisance. <laughs> never heard that sentence. Never happened. <laughs> uh, and uh, again, um, follow us on Twitter. Or follow me on Twitter. Uh, Swapfu on Twitter, all one word. And uh, what else? What else do we got? Just sending happy Thanksgiving wishes out. Happy holiday wishes out to all the listeners. Hopefully we'll have a few more podcasts, a couple more podcasts before Christmas time or rolls around. Um, up, do we have anything upcoming? Anything that we're doing that's on the horizon? Nothing fixed. So No. Um, if you want to uh, show some love to the Swap Food Podcast, you can send a donation for Christmas to Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so donating to Planned Parenthood is kind of challenging. I think that you have to donate to your state Planned Parenthood because if you donate to the National pa- Planned Parenthood, you're donating to the Political Action Committee, which is fine. Um, but if you donate to state Planned Parenthood, you might be benefiting your local clinics more directly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, go on there and uh, find out for sure, PlannedParenthood.org, and uh, they should have all the information that you need in order to donate. I found it a little bit dense to navigate. Um, but spends, yeah. You can spend a little time doing that. Absolutely, and uh, definitely it's, uh, it's the... Uh, supporting the lifestyle. Yeah, supporting the lifestyle, sex-positive education, sex-positive um, sexual, sexual health uh, information and services um, available throughout the United States, you know, um, it's a it's a good cause. Thank you for listening. Oh, uh, tell a friend. That was it. Tell a friend. If you have uh, anybody out there who think you think would benefit from listening to our podcast, by all means, you know, reach out to them and say, "Hey, you should listen to these idiots." You know, they they talk about swinging real cool. Um, you should speak to yourself. <laughs> about, um. <laughs> not not these idiots the, to this idiot and his lovely wife <laughs> thank you <laughs> they, they, they've got some good, cool things to say about corrections about must be made <laughs> <laughs> um, you know so uh, yeah by all means let let them know that that we're out there and um, lots of other podcasts in the lifestyle lots of other information yes. in the lifestyle yeah you can you can search for it it's out there life on the swing set uh boris and doris you know sparky's open source of course swinger cast all great resources lifestyle life yeah lifestyle life and uh, that that doesn't life. even address all the blogs that are out there all the blogs out there you know there's a big community of us out there sharing information you know savage love is also a great place to go for just sex positive information in general you know buy you know just avail yourself of the information and share it with other people we it's it's amazing to me, still in this information day and age, how many just kind of nuts and bolts sort of, you know, questions that I can only attribute to a lack of information, mm-hmm. you know, that that we get a every lack day. of access, yeah. lack of access to information out there, you know, and and we always appreciate the information we get back in sure. because we put questions out there yeah. because we, you know, we're still searching for answers. Yeah. And so it's nice to have just that information exchange yeah so you know just you know because our liter- our listeners are are all um savvy uh you know information hounds who are you know ready to you know in a, in a position where they can gather all this information from the from the available sources doesn't mean that you that you the listener doesn't doesn't know at least five people in your swinging life who need this information as well i mean i don't know if we're giving you as information but at least we hope that it's entertaining and i know that you know i'd like to feel like I'm not alone out there, you know? So I guess that 
I, I like to think that we open up conversations. Sure. We open up conversations about things. Right. I know you and I do with each other. Right. So it's kind of opening up a conversation with the community at large. So, uh, yeah. I guess so squirting. That. So squirting. We <laughs> need to know more on that. Female, ejac- <laughs> female ejaculation. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, good night, and we'll see you for episode 40. Happy holidays. We love you. Bye.